Today on episode 174 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, coming to you in the near future, charging up your cell phone with your coffee? Sounds a little messy. And an email and a quick follow-up on last week's podcast about preventing your computer from getting infected with Windows 10. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And today's tip isn't really about your computer specifically, but it's technology related, and I'll bet it's something you have not heard about yet. So you'll know about it before any of your friends have any idea. And if your computer has a problem, why don't you let me help you with that? You know, I've been doing computer repair since 1999, and in most cases, I can fix your computer remotely so you don't have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 174. So let's get started. Today I want to tell you about something I heard about just recently, and I thought it was pretty cool, and I thought, hey, let's put this on the podcast. This isn't something that's available right this minute, but the technology is there, and the science behind it seems pretty solid. This is something that originated over in Denmark recently by the Copenhagen Institute of Interactive Design. That's actually a postgraduate school, but they label themselves as an international hub of creative minds. And what they do is they try to create a unique environment that includes both education and research. So they're involved with all kinds of cool things there. Well, recently they had a project where they gave 12 students a couple of weeks to come up with some innovative ideas on how to use everyday household objects to save energy and promote a healthier lifestyle. And two of these people were Sergei Komordenkov from Russia and Vyanga Gore from India. And I can tell you that these are people that think outside the box. And they're probably smarter than you and I could ever hope to be. Anyway, they came up with this idea, and they call it heat harvest. Think about when you're sitting at your kitchen table in the morning. You're eating your breakfast, or you're checking your laptop for the news of what happened overnight. Or if it's Monday morning, maybe you're listening to the Computer Tutor Podcast with your host, Scott Johnson. And on the table is your cup of morning coffee. Now, you know when you first poured it into the cup, it was pretty hot. But as it sits there and you drink it little by little, the heat goes away. It dissipates. It just disappears into the air as the coffee eventually gets to room temperature. Of course, the idea is that you drink it before it gets to that point. Well, from a scientific standpoint, that heat is actually energy. Now, how is heat the same as energy? Well, that's a physics explanation, and I'm actually not an expert on physics. But think about it like this. Imagine a hot air balloon while it's sitting on the ground, before it gets inflated or anything. I don't know what those things actually weigh, but I'm sure there's some substantial weight there. So think about the work that would be involved to lift that thing into the air. If you had to do it with just manpower, or with a crane or something, it would require a lot of energy. But... 
if you just fire up the burner and create enough heat, that heat is enough energy to lift that balloon way up in the air. So the heat is converted to energy. So when your coffee is sitting on your table and the heat just goes into the air, it's wasted energy. It's not being used for anything. It's just gone. So Sergey and Vianga thought about how that heat could be harvested and actually used for something. Well, what else is usually sitting on the table when you're sitting there eating breakfast? Your phone. And inside your phone is a battery that is constantly using energy in order to just stay on. So obviously it needs to be charged. For mine, I put mine on the charger every night. So it's the next morning it has a full charge to get through the day. So the idea that these two geniuses had is to convert the heat energy created by the coffee into electrical energy that can be used to charge the phone. And of course, it doesn't have to be a cup of coffee that would provide the heat. Any hot dish that's set on the table would do the trick. And this doesn't mean you'll need some kind of contraption with wires and everything sitting on your table in order to use it. This is something that would be built right into the table itself. Now, you might be thinking, but how much electricity does it take to charge my phone? Is it really worth the trouble? Well, you got to think bigger than that. How many cell phones are there in your house or in your city or in the world, for that matter? Every single one of them needs to be charged. And the overall electricity requirement for all of those millions of phones is huge. So the savings in electricity and fossil fuels would be tremendous if everyone charged their phone this way. Not to mention the saving of money. And the fact that this device would be built into a table is interesting since one of the sponsors of this project is Ikea. You probably heard of Ikea. They're the place with the really cool furniture that you have to assemble yourself, which is why I guess their prices are pretty reasonable. I would bet that one of the first places you see this is in the Ikea furniture, whether it's a kitchen table or even an office desk. Hopefully when this actually becomes available to the general public, people will see the value of it since it definitely makes a lot of sense. And you can go over to my website and see a video explaining this project. That's at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 174. Now, about last week's tip, you may recall in the last episode, I told you about the free program called GWX Control Panel. It's designed to get rid of the Windows 10 upgrade nag that Microsoft keeps pushing on you. Well, first of all, I got this email from Philip, and he writes, I want you to know I can hardly wait for your weekly tips. I want to thank you for how to get rid of Windows 10. I did download it, and I was unable to use my ScanSnap S510 with Windows 10. I removed Windows 10 and went back to Windows 7. But as you pointed out, I was unable to keep out Windows 10, and after many hours on the web and removing certain updates, I was pretty successful for a very short time. I had to do a manual Windows update, and it was hard keeping out Windows 10. Then again, just two days before you sent the tip about Windows 10, Windows 10 did get installed again by accident, and I was unable to see any of my files with ScanSnap. I did a system restore and got Windows 7 back with all my files. Then your tip came in Monday and I used it with great success. I thank you again, Philip. So thanks for the feedback, Philip, and I'm glad it's working for you. I know a lot of other people are using it now as well. Now, the other thing is, I wanted to mention that when I talked about the program itself last week, I kind of skimmed over the part about whether or not you want to click the button that says Monitor Mode. That keeps that program running and watching out for any Windows 10 stuff that Microsoft tries to sneak in on you. 
Well, initially, I was not really strong one way or the other about that, but after hearing some news this past week, I would definitely keep that program running in monitor mode. You think Microsoft is aggressive and obnoxious about Windows 10 now? Just wait. I think it's going to get even worse. So we need to do whatever we can to keep them from messing with Windows on our computers. And like I say every week, I love to hear from you. If you have a comment, a question, a suggestion for a future topic, anything, just give me a call on my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468. Or you can email me like Philip did at pctutor at gmail.com. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.